Father, we do thank you tonight. We praise you. The blessing of the Lord has been manifested and will continue to do so. For the things and the rich things of the heavenlies have been made known to the earth realm. And things that have happened have been released from heaven through the earth to you this week. And it'll grow and it'll grow and it'll continue to grow and grow and grow and grow and become sweeter and sweeter and sweeter. No, for you do not have to wait until the sweet by and by. You can have the sweet by and by in the rotten here and now. <laughs> Glory. Come on, give him praise. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yes, amen. Professor Greg Stevens. KCBC instructor. I've learned so much from this man about covenant and the covenants of blood, the different kinds of, of covenants. And um, and the Lord directed me to demonstrate some things. I need a zip, that little Ziploc bag. Do we have that? So that the next time you take communion, this will be in your mind's eye. Instead of just, what is this? Uh, I don't know. And, uh, oh, that's perfect. That's exactly what I want. Thanks, David. I appreciate it very much. So now, Greg, talk to us about the salt covenant. The salt covenant is one of the most ancient personal covenants between two people. Salt is the word comes from the Latin root, sol. Solarium means salary. It was the compensation that Rome paid to a soldier. Part of their salary was in salt. And so that's where we get the word salary from, from the, the Latin word salary, salary. Oh, that yeah. guy's not worth his salt. Not worth his salt. <laughs> so what would happen is I would have salt on me because they're in a desert. I had salt on me. You had salt on you. And we carried it in a bag. Once you put salt on a T-bone steak, you can't get it out. That's right. It goes in. Salt goes in. So no, 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 no. Every covenant is about making two one. Yes, sir. That, that, that's, that's what the thing's all about in the beginning. Yes, sir. So in the simplest terms, I have salt in a pouch on me. You have salt in a pouch on you. We're going to come into a salt part of our salary covenant with one another, All right. financial. 
So you've just poured your salt into that bag. Now I'm going to pour my salt from my pouch into that bag. And then the next thing we will do, if you shake it up, please, we would shake it. I've given you some of my salt. You've given me some of your salt. Can you separate your salt from mine? Absolutely not. We have become one in the, in this ancient, simple it's life and and savory season. Jesus of our talked life. about it, but salt I wanted you to see it. I wanted you to see it. Now, so this is your cup. Yes, sir. This is my cup. So, That's the cutting of the covenant. And then I would do the same. Jesus said, take this cup. This is my blood of the new covenant. Now we've mixed our blood. Which is his and which is mine. And we could never separate. You can't separate that. Amen. That's it. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. The Hebrew word for that, for for blood, is dom. It's where the root of Adam. Yeah. It's Adam's name was blood. (laughs) Genesis chapter 4. Cain uh, kills Abel. And Abba says, his blood cries out to me from the ground. That word is not blood cries out. If we translated it into English, it would it's plural. It's plural. It's two of them. I didn't know that. And it's bloods cries out to from the ground. And so, Lord, why bloods? It was Abel and all of the seed that would have come from Abel cried out. Bloods. Bloods. This is why David had to find the blood of Saul and of Jonathan. They actually cut a blood cut. They cut what we did symbolically. Yeah, they they did. did that. And so he was bound to find the bloods of Jonathan and Saul. And that's what Jesus did to us. He cut a covenant with the Father. It became flesh and blood. This is why he said, as often as you drink this, yeah, yeah. we've partaken of his covenant and I'm part of that bloods in him. It's good stuff. Praise, Praise God. God. So it's more than just a ritual we do. 
It's a holy thing. Oh, listen. Uh, and heals you. Now, now, now let, let me illustrate something else. Now, our blood has symbolically has been mixed here. Now, at the communion table. Yes, sir. He said, this is my blood of the new covenant. All of you drink all of it. Judas had to drink that. Yes, sir. So, and I want you to be this way every time you take communion, and you ought to take it a lot. A lot. Now his blood mm. is in my body. Yes, sir. It's in there. His blood is mixed with my blood. Can you see it? We've been, Western people don't know anything about covenant. Eastern people do. Amen. Now, before you go. Yes, sir. I want you to talk about looking down in his face. Oh, the priestly blessing. (laughs) The blessing was given to Adam, Adam, was given then to Noah, pretty much the same blessing, and then on down, and then he gave it to Abraham, and Abraham was the first person that the father allowed to bless himself, to, to bless. He made sure that it went to the bloods. He said the blessing to Isaac and to Jacob as well, just like he'd said to Abraham. And then we get to Moses, and Moses is allowed to give it to the Levites to give the blessing. And the blessing, may the Lord bless you and keep you, his face shine upon you. You know that, the Levitical prayer. The priest would do his hands like this. Live long and prosper. (laughs) He'd do his hands like this over the person. And in the Orthodox tradition, you would kneel with your head down with your hands like this because you would never look up at the priest because the priest represents God and he's saying the blessing over you. But there's a phrase in that blessing, Brother Copeland. Now let me tell you where the advantage here is his knowledge of the Hebrew language. And when I'm preaching, he's over there following me in Hebrew and I'm thinking, Paul, I got this right. You do. Thank you. The priest will say that blessing. Your head is in this position down. This is why you see people uh, in other countries come up to you and kneel in front of you. Yes. That's why. It's it's a reverence. It's an honor. Heads down. But then the, the scripture says, and the Lord will lift up his countenance toward you. If my head's down, how does he lift up his face toward me? The rabbis teach this. What happens is that Abba picks us up like a toddler and holds us up. And you are high and lifted up. And he lifts up his face to you when that blessing is said over you. Amen. You've done that with your children. And he looks up in your, and you look down and he's smiling and you're smiling.
Don't you wish you could come be a student at KCBC (laughs) for a while? (laughs) And um, something, I am going to do this. I'm I'm going (laughs) to... We're sitting there and he has his Bible open. And he opens it to the book of Malachi. And he's this blank page that goes into the New Testament. He's got this great big arrow across that blank page. Uh, Pointing to the right. Yeah. I said, what are you doing? (laughs) It's a reminder that all of this was for over here where I live. And it keeps me grounded in my covenant and everything that Jesus purchased for me. Left the curse over here. It's over there. And the blessing over here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Professor, thank you, sir. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. I really, I needed to see this myself. Amen. Thank you, David. Glory to God. Get all the furniture back where it belongs. (laughs) Now then. Well, let's go home. Dear Lord, I mean, (laughs) did that bless you? It it blessed me. So I saw this in the spirit. And when I, I got two very, very, very strong things. I got this before we came to these, these meetings, because I I know I've known for, for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks that my part of this entire convention would be on healing in some way or other. <clears throat> and um, and then <clears throat> I, I saw this b- 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 right before the convention that we could demonstrate this, particularly that salt covenant. You, because you, you can't separate it. Amen. And you're in a blood covenant with God. Now don't go beyond finding you somebody to cut blood with. That is extremely dangerous. Don't you be messing with that. We already have a blood covenant and it's in the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. But I know two men very well. Very, very well. Very, very well. Very well. And um, they just loved one another from just so strong with one another. And they were about knee deep in the surf out in the ocean. And it just, it just came all over both of them at the same time. And one of them grabbed the other one's hand. Now, the word, the root word to the word Covenant leaves the suggestion a cut where blood flows. Everything in the Bible is about blood. Everything. Without blood, nothing happens. It's just another book. These two men, all probably in their... I don't know, twenties maybe, and I then heard both of them heard me me teach this and strong. 
And one of them just grabbed the other one's hand out there in that, in that surf. And just grabbed one another. And, and they, they literally said it. Today before God, we cut the covenant. We are friends for life. And they are, even today. They're just, they just do anything for one another. Without having a revelation of this. Christian people are at a serious, serious disadvantage. Open your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 2. Let's begin with the fourth verse. But God, who is rich in mercy, he's rich in chesed. For his great love, wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sin, has quickened us together with Christ. By grace are you saved. And has raised us up together, made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness, in his hesed toward us through Christ Jesus, for by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Wherefore, remember, at that time, remember, You being in time past, now we're his workmanship, but before that, before you got born again, at that time you were without Christ being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers, strangers from the covenants of promise without hope and without God in the world. There's incalculable numbers of born again, Holy Spirit baptized, tongue talking, word of faith people that are still not covenant minded. They've never seen a demonstration like that. Well, a lot of them have now. (laughs) All All over the place. That's the, that's the reason. I, you, you need to see something like that. So that the next time you take that little cup. The 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th, 17th chapters of John. <laughs> we're in the middle of the night. In the covenant meal. What's been... Gentilized called the Last Supper. <laughs> Wasn't the Last Supper. Anyway, the table with Jesus in the middle and all of them sitting behind it. 
exceptionally wrong. They were not at a table. They were on the floor. And they weren't just all sitting there. John was in his lap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe he had a, a little table or little cushions there. There was, there was no table there. A Gentile painted that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And somebody, some dodo. <laughs> He's funny dodo, but he, he, he said it. He said, we need a place for 26. Huh? Yeah, we need a place for 26. Because there's 13 of them and they're all sitting on the same side of the table. <laughs> That's pitiful, isn't it? I almost didn't have nerve enough to tell that in a mixed audience, you know. <laughs> That's, but really... That that's how the non-covenant-minded Gentile artist. Now I'm not I'm not I'm not putting that down, but I'm pointing out the fact that the Gentile's mind doesn't see it. Yeah. it the covenant of blood doesn't mean anything, but it does to this bunch. It is everything. And you see, promise. Okay. But why is it called God's Word? Why isn't it just Bible? It's His covenant bond. This is two blood-sworn oaths. One in the blood of animals, then in the blood of men through circumcision, and then through the blood of God at the cross. It's his word. It's his bond. He said it, and it's forever true. To us, it's not the Bible. It is his word. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.